Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh, who wants a hamburger today? Maybe a nice juicy steak, maybe medium rare ribeye, maybe a filet. How about a New York strip? Welcome in to the Matlock Show. I am Matlock, your host. So glad you're along for the ride this Tuesday. Big day today. So got the television show today, got the podcast today. And this afternoon, I'm filling in for Casey Hendrickson on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern for the drive time. Um, he's heading out to FAIR, the Federation for Americans for Immigration Reform. I've been out there in Washington, D.C. It's a fantastic conference. MNC and WOWO, 1190 AM. We'll, we'll be out there covering it. So I am covering for Casey today. On Michiana's news channel from three to six. Hope that you uh, you listen there. But uh, steak. Well, first of all, let's do this. Head over to at Real Matt Lock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. You can find me over at the Cartel Matt on Facebook and the Matt Lock Show, and of course, America's Voice News. So America's Voice News or America's Voice News whichever one you got programmed into your browser. But that's where you'll find me. Thank you, guys. T-shirts and hats are up over at the website, thematlockshow.com. That's L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. And I have to tell you, this part of the show brought to you by Verve Forever. Uh, you looking for CBD oil? Are you looking? Have you heard about it? It's supposed to be the next greatest thing, really. It's supposed to help with aches and pains. It's supposed to help with anxiety. It's supposed to help with inflation, inflammation, inflation. See, I'm not talking about that. I always do that. Inf inflammation, not inflation. Inflammation of your joints. I mean, this stuff works really well. It's natural. comes from the hemp plant. And uh, Verb Forever is one of the purest on the market for CBD oil. And I'll tell you how you can get it. Head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. There is a link on my website. If you click that link, it'll take you straight to my page, and that's how I get paid. But if you're looking for CBD, I'll tell you what's flying off the shelves right now, is the CBD cream. You rub that where it hurts. It takes away your aches and pains. It's fantastic, and it's flying off the shelves. So get over to verveforever.com. Use Verve. Two zero for a twenty percent discount. That's V E R V E two zero for a twenty percent discount. And I know right now, if you're a first time buyer, if you're a first time customer of Verve Forever, you can use Verve five zero, Verve five zero to get fifty percent off your initial purchase today. That's V E R V E five zero. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on the Verb Forever link. Do it now. Check it out if you're in the CBD oil. If you're looking, I mean, if you're just starting to, to even think about it, head over there. You can read about it. You can research it. You can find out about it. Thematlockshow.com. Click that Verb Forever link. Do it now. All right. 10,500 stakes were grilled at the Democrat steak fry this last weekend. Now, Democrat presidential candidates took part in the Polk County Democrat steak fry in Iowa on Saturday. Polk County is the county that, that Des Moines, the capital of Iowa, sits in. Um, their participation 
This is why I want to talk about this today. Because what has the left been telling you and I? That we need to eat less meat. It's better for the environment. Cow farts are building up the CO2 in our atmosphere. And what do they do? What is the first damn thing these idiots do? You know, you can always tell how serious the left is. You can always tell. You know, they'll go out there and they'll lecture you and I about how we need to save the planet. And I'm going to get to this Greta Thunberg. I've got this story here in the stack. You know, the, the Democrats just can't praise her enough. This little 16-year-old Nazi propagandist girl who tells us that, you know, we need to listen to 16-year-olds. We'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, the left will, will, will run out there in front of a camera and say, you know, bad you, bad you, bad you. You're killing the environment, the CO2. You're you're driving around in your gas guzzler. You're eating your meat. Ding, ding. You're flying around in planes. Um, it's a scandal. You need to stop. We're telling you to stop. We believe the environment is going to, you know, we're the earth's going to burn up in 12 years. And then what do they do? They run out to the first damn photo op they can get, flipping a piece of steak on a grill. Now, I took to Twitter the other day, and I said, these morons aren't smart enough to know that they hate what they're doing right now. They've told you they hate what you're, they, they, they've told you they hate what you're doing, but yet they run to the camera and they cook these steaks and they, oh, look at us. Oh, oh yeah, we don't like this. These people are morons. They're absolute morons. Now their participation in this steak fry for the Polk County Democrats follows weeks of climate change alarmism from the presidential candidates, many of whom have signaled support for limited beef consumption in order to combat what they say is a looming climate catastrophe. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but they're all giggles and smiles. And look at me and Joe Biden. I need some more meat. You know, and then they're sounding the alarm because the earth is going to burn up. They don't know what they're telling you. They're liars. Let's just put it that way. They're a bunch of liars. Do as I say and not as I do. I mean, if they believed in global warming, if they believed in their Messiah, one Barack Hussein Obama, mm, 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 he bought a $15 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard below sea level, and they're telling you that we only have 12 years before that house is underwater. Why would you pay $15 million knowing that your house would be gone in 11, 12 years? You wouldn't. It's a hoax, my friend. And according to reports, organizers were prepared to grill roughly 10,500 steaks plus five, plus 1,000 vegan burgers. Got to remember those vegans. 17 candidates attended the event. They included Sleepy Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Focahontas, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Amy Klobacher, Michael Bennett, Francis O'Rourke, Andrew Yang, Pete Buttigieg, Julian Castro, Tulsi Gabbard, Tim Ryan, Tom Steyer, Joe Sestak, Steve Bullock, and Marianne Williamson. Now, Twitter erupted, as it should. Mark Lauder says, look at what the anti-meat party is doing to the planet at the Iowa steak fry. Uh, they don't care. They don't care, Mark. Or Elizabeth Harrington, look at all those emissions going into the atmosphere. And Democrats lecture us about eating cheeseburgers and using plastic straws. Yeah. <laughs> yep, they do. Because they're frauds. They're fra I mean, you can't, I can't draw you a better picture of the Democrat Party than the Iowa Steak Fry. They're frauds. 
They're liars. Do as I say and not as I do. Don't mind that I told you not to eat meat. I'm out here for a photo op. I'm going to be out here and I'm going to look the part. No, I love I love Iowa because I need your votes and I'm pandering to you. Let's flip a steak. Now, I'll tell you, I don't care that they're out there in Iowa eating steak. I don't care they're out there in Iowa cooking it. Honestly, do you? I know you don't. But, you know, the hypocrisy is what drives me nuts because they're all out there for a photo shoot. They're all out there running around with their hair on fire telling you the earth is burning, that we're, that, go, that it's going to it's gonna end in 12 years, and that we got to reduce cow farts and our meat consumption because that's what's ruining the world. That's what's ruining the earth. And what's the first thing they do? Run out there and flip a steak. And then Amy Klobacher. I can handle the snow. I can handle the rain. And I can handle Donald Trump. We're going to rebuild the blue wall in 2020 and make Donald Trump pay for it. Hashtag steak fry. Oh, Francis got into it. Hello, steak fry. Julian Castro brought her own flavor to the hashtag steak fry. Joe Biden. There's a lot of steak in this election. (laughs) There's a lot at stake. Get it? Steak fry. Pete Buttigieg jumped in the mix. A blue wave is coming next November, and it begins with a sea of yellow in Iowa. A sea of yellow? That's weird. All right. Kamala Harris. I don't know if you've heard, but I'm moving to Iowa, she says. Thank you at Polk Dems for putting on a fantastic hashtag steak fry and giving us the opportunity to bring our campaigns directly to Iowans. We're going to win this thing by coming together and fighting for the best of who we are. See, they all jumped in. They all found the need. They all found the issue. They all wanted the limelight. They all wanted to let you know that they're in it for you. Their participation, however, follows weeks of climate change alarmism from presidential candidates and activists across the globe. Several of the presidential hopefuls have floated limiting beef consumption, particularly, particularly in recent weeks. Yang, Andrew Yang, told the audience at a CNN seven-hour climate change town hall this month. Remember that debacle, the seven-hour climate change town hall? He told a crowd this month that it's good for the environment, it's good for your health if you eat less meat. How is it? You need protein. You ever look at the building blocks pyramid of what you need to eat? You need protein. You need meat. You can't, you, you can, you can live on a vegan diet, but you have to supplement it with protein. Your body needs it. I mean, these people are crazy. They're trying to turn what you and I have learned upside down and tell us that now it's no good because now they're scientists. <laughs> Quote, I think it would be healthy on both an individual and a societal level for us to move in that direction, Yang said. Klobacher also signaled support of reshaping dietary guidelines to reduce beef consumption, as did Harris, who said the government should find the balance between creating the incentives and banning, and banning, get this, certain behaviors. They want to ban certain behaviors. They want to tell you what to do. Who, who, what, what kind of people... Tell their people what to do. Uh, They're called dictators. But, you know, that's what Trump is. Trump's a dictator. Even though he hasn't told anybody what to do, he's the dictator. But they want to ban. I mean, this is amazing. They want to ban certain behaviors like uh, drinking more than 16 ounces of soda in New York, for one. They want to tell you what your dietary needs can be. They want to tell you what to eat. They want to tell you where you can go get your health care. They want to tell you what you can drive, what you can fly, where you can live, where you can work. Get where I'm going here? Now they're going to change the dietary guidelines. Harris said she would change the government dietary guidelines and the food pyramid to reduce the amount of red meat in American diets. So now they're going to tell you how much meat you can eat. You know what, Kamala Harris? F you. I will eat whatever damn meat I want to eat. I will eat steaks. I will eat ribs. I will eat pork chops. I'll eat wings. 
hamburgers, you don't get to tell me what I get to eat. If I can afford it, I'm going to eat it. So ridiculous. Now, Kamala also supported the idea of putting climate impact labels on food. Here we go. Scare tactics. She says, I've always believed that we should, you know, expand on what's on those cans of those things you buy in the grocery store. She don't even know what the hell they are. Well, I've always believed that we should, you know, expand on what's on those cans of those things you buy in the grocery store. Like some people flew a plane into a building, right? What are what should we be expanding on, Kamala? You can't even articulate a freaking sentence. I mean, you believe that we should expand on what's on those cans of those you mean the labels of the cans of food? That we, when's the last time you think Kamala Harris was in the grocery store? She probably doesn't go. She probably has a personal chef, you know, but she believes we should expand on what's on those cans of those things you buy in the grocery store. She says we should expand the list. Expand what list? And including that, included in that should be a measure of the impact of the environment. How does food impact the environment? People are idiots. Mayor Pete Buttigieg called for more balance in American meat production, but was careful to say he was not in favor of abolishing the cow. Because, see, now we're going to, are we just going to kill all cows? I mean, I want you to think about that now. What, what, what are we going to do with cattle? Because cattle are raised for beef, for milk. How do you think you get milk? That, 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 that's a dairy cow. Or you got a beef cow. What are we going to do? We're going to abolish cows. So are we going to kill or are we just going to slaughter all cows and then just waste them, give it up? What, what, what are we going to do? What, what, what is your answer? What, why are you going after meat production? Why are you going after farmers? Why do you want to put farmers out of business? Because they're out there in the campaign trail saying they're going to save the farmer. This isn't going to save the farmer. There are people out there that, that, that this is their livelihood. <coughs> Excuse me. This is how they make their money. This is how they live. This is what they've been doing for centuries in their family. Their grandfather did it. His father did it. But yet they're going to abolish cows? How's that, how's that going to happen? Now, Boudigay argued that government intervention, like a carbon tax, would encourage Americans to have a more balanced diet and a more balanced footprint. Here we go. Carbon tax. They want to tax you now. Not only do they want you to stop eating red meat, not only do they tell you what they want you to do, not only are they going to run your life and dictate to you, now they're going to tax you. Sounds like the Democrat way, doesn't it? Now, Francis cited a similar solution, arguing that a carbon tax would balance out the carbon emissions by the meat industry. Because you know all those cow farts that have been around since the world started. But we need a tax. We need the government to regulate it. We need it taken care of. Not that the government doesn't already regulate it, by the way. Not that they don't regulate cattle. Not that they don't regulate meat. USDA, come to mind, morons. But now what do they want to do? This is a backdoor tax. This is a backdoor carbon tax because we're going to tax your behavior. Now, here's my question. If... We're going to abolish cows, cow farting, and meat. Are these liberal knuckleheads going to give up cars, their cell phones, flying, um, cable TV? Are, are you going to give up any of that stuff? No. But these, these Democrats, they want to tell you what to do. Francis says, I think we just have to be more responsible in the way that we do it. And the best way to do that is to allow the markets to respond by setting a price on carbon in every single part of our economy, every facet of your life. They're just openly telling you they're going to tax you back to the Stone Age, but they're not going to tax themselves because they're going to make it this. I'll guarantee you money. Anybody want to bet? They'll make Congress exempt. It'll just be you and me. They'll eat steaks in the little corners of the Congress where no one can see them. They'll have steaks. They'll have the nice stuff. They'll drive around in their cars. They'll have their cell phones. They'll have their private planes, their big houses like Al Gore. You know, he has that big 25,000 square foot mansion in Tennessee. They'll have all that. You won't. 
This isn't for them. They're not out there telling you that this is for them. They're going to have their deal. They're going to live their life because they're better than you. And then they're going to tax you in every facet of your life. I mean, at least one thing Francis is. He's up front. He's going to take away your guns. He's going to take away your Second Amendment right to defend yourself. And he's going to make sure that they tax you in every facet of your life. And you want to vote for that? No, thank you. No, no, thank you. In August, Bernie Sanders singled that he would consider a meat tax in order to help combat climate change. Quote, Germany, because they're an example we should be following, Germany has imposed a meat tax in hopes of limiting this consumption. A woman at a Q&A session at a town hall event in Myrtle Beach said, what are your plans to stop these large corporations from further usurping natural resources and polluting the planet? He says, thank you for the question, and it's a good one. All I can say is if we believe, as I do and you do, that climate change is real, we're going to have to tackle it in every area, including agriculture. So what Bernie's, is, what Bernie's saying is we're just going to put farmers out of business. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put farmers out of business. Now, they all took to Twitter. As I get to the end of this article, Marianne Williamson, you know, the crazy psychic lady, she says, our campaign is proud to participate in the climate strike walkout today. An uprising of consciousness related to the climate crisis is leading to the pol political will to solve it. Next step needed, World War II level mass mobilizations to reverse, regreen, and repair as I flip your steak. Would you like it medium, medium rare, or medium well? <laughs> Kamala Harris, there is nothing more powerful than our, Nathan, Nathan, our nation's youth marching together, demanding action be taken to protect our planet and their future. How would you like your stake? Hypocrites. Julian Castro, millions of people around the globe have taken to the streets of today. Climate strike, let's join them. There's still time for an action near you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see here. Who else? Elizabeth Warren. Climate change is an existential threat, and we are already facing the effects. The youth-led climate strike and the solidarity strikes from groups like AMZN for Climate show that our country is ready to fight for the big structural change we'll need to tackle the climate crisis. How would you like your stake? Oh, Bernie Sanders, young people have already demonstrated they can take on powerful fossil fuel companies and force politicians to answer their call to action. To the millions of young people and allies worldwide who are striking today to demand climate justice, I stand with you, climate strike. Here's what the young people can do for me. Make my steak medium rare. I'd like a baked potato because I like, is the next name we're not going to be able to eat baked potatoes because come out of the earth? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, kids, here's what I'll do for you. The day you stop wearing your petroleum-based uh, sneakers or your clothing that is made in a shop produced by electricity or you use your cell phone or your laptop or your car, hey, I want to see you strike on a weekend instead of during a school day. Why don't you take your time to protect the earth? Because they let them out of school now, right? They do it because they can get out of school. How I want to get out of school for anything. Do it on a weekend. When it's your time, without your phone, without your petroleum-based sneakers, without your without your sweatshop clothing, you know, I want you to put on, uh, what, a burlap sack and walk around barefoot because that's what you're doing. How do I know if you got burlap? But stop lecturing me about how to live, and I won't lecture you. This is garbage, and I'm going to tell you what's even bigger garbage, this Greta Thunberg. Now, I covered this a little bit the other day, eco-anxiety. These poor children are being brainwashed into believing that the world is going to end in about 10 to 12 years. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm old enough to remember when we were going to have a mini ice age that the earth was cooling. And then we went through a period of where we were going to have all this acid rain. That never happened. And now the world's going to burn up. 
They've been doctoring the numbers, and I mean the left and the scientists because that's who's paying them, to tell you that the earth is heating, which it is not. And now Democrat presidential candidates lauded Swedish climate change activists Greta Thunberg's scathing speech targeting world leaders for what she described as their inaction against ecological self-extermination. Who are st- and, and, you know, I, I've seen this going around on Twitter. In, in the main gist of this article, and I'm not going to get deep, deep into this because it's, it's pure crap. I mean, this is pure crap. First of all, I feel bad for the 16-year-old because she's being manipulated by an adult. She's not smart enough to understand what she's doing. Sorry, you're not, young girl. You're, you're not smart. You don't know crap. You don't know anything. Get back in, well, I, shouldn't, I should say get back in school, but that's where she's getting indoctrinated is at school. She's not getting an education. She's getting indoctrinated. And what she's doing, and she's out there spewing this propaganda. You know the Nazis used to do this? Dinesh D'Souza took to uh, Twitter the other day, and I saw his post. This is what the Nazis did. They would use these children to, um, I don't know, to project, to tell you their propaganda. Oh, well, the world's dying. How about the children? What about the children? And here we go. We've got a 16-year-old out there lecturing us on what should happen with the climate. She doesn't know. She has no clue. And then what they do, Bernie Sanders. He says, what a disgrace that it takes a 16-year-old to tell world leaders what they won't acknowledge. We cannot continue with this type of ruthless capitalism that is destroying our planet. This is why we need young people leading our climate justice movement. Uh, Let me break this down for you. Capitalism bad. Socialism good. We want to tell you what to do. And we need climate justice. So we're going to be the judge, jury, and the executioner on the climate. And we're going to tell you what you should do. Now, we're not going to do it. No, 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 no. I already said that with the, you know, the steak fry. The Democrat Party is not going to do what they tell you to do. They're going to, ten, they're going to continue to eat steaks. They're going to continue to fly around in jets. They're going to continue to own their great big homes. They're going to continue to own their petroleum-based products. They're going to continue to tell you not to, and they're going to be the royalty and you're not. This is all about power. This isn't about climate. They couldn't give two shits about your climate. They don't care about you, quite honestly, and they're a bunch of hypocrites, and that is completely on display at the Polk County Democrats freaking steak fry where they're all out there pandering for a photo shoot. They don't care. In all Bernie Sanders is using this for is to tell you that evil, greedy capitalism is bad because it works. They don't like it. Why? Because they can't tell you what to do. And they'll run out there and and they'll all take to Twitter and like, like, like Francis, he says, we need to do better for Greta, for the students marching for our lives and for all of the young people who inherit our planet for us in worse shape than we found it unless we act. Um, they've been paying a climate change tax over where Greta lives, over in uh, you know Sweden, over in the UK. Um, has the climate changed in the last 20 years since they started paying a tax? No. It's a tax. It's control. It's just one more way to have the government tell you what you can and can not do. Now, Senator Kamala Harris got in on the deal. She praised Thunberg's harsh criticism. She tweeted, we are currently failing our nation's youth by not taking swift action to combat the climate crisis. We owe it to them to stand up to the polluters and stop poisoning our planet. It's amazing how they all fall in lockstep, isn't it? Power. Power corrupts absolutely. Thunberg, who became the de facto leader of the youth climate movement, addressed attendees of Monday's Climate Action Summit at UN headquarters. Quote, you're failing us, Thunberg told the politicians and policymakers assembled at the UN headquarters. But the young people are starting to understand your betrayal. 
The eyes of all future generations are upon you. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. We will never let you get away with this. Right here, right now is where we draw the line. The world is waking up and change is coming, whether you like it or not. Hey, good luck with that, uh, Greta. Do you have a job? Can you uh, take care of yourself or do your parents support you? Oh, you're still in school. That's right. You're still being indoctrinated, so you can't do anything. You know, it used to be, and I think this is funny, that these people think, and this little girl thinks, that we don't care about our future. I want my children to do better than I did. My parents want me to, to do better than they did. It's, a, it's an instinct within the human race. We're not going to sit here and ruin the planet so that you'll do worse. And you know, by the way, we're not. The environment is actually getting better. Remember the ozone that was supposedly, you know, getting thin? You don't hear about that anymore. Or acid rain or the next ice age. Or we cannot control. I'm sorry. I'm not a scientist, but I, I'm, I, I'm a realist. We don't control the weather. We don't control the weather. Now, there's some things we can do that hurt the environment. I will agree with that. There are some things that we do that may not be the best thing in the world, but in the overall scheme of things, we have very minute, very small, infinitesimal effect on the environment. This little girl is a ploy. This little girl is a, she, she's a figurehead. The left runs up kids and they say, oh, you got to listen to her, but you can't debate her. But I want to ask you a question here because this is what drives you nuts. This is what drives me completely over the edge. So the left tells you we have to believe this little 16-year-old girl. All the while, they go after Nick Sandman because he was a punk. Remember Nick Sandman? The Make America Great Again hat? Uh, the guy, the, the Indian guy got in his face? You know, they attacked him. But you can't attack this 16-year-old girl. See where I'm going here? The left attacked little 8-year-old, uh, what was it, uh, the AOC girl, the little AOC. They attacked her. They doxed her. They got her, ran off of Twitter. But we're supposed to believe this 16-year-old Greta Thunberg? Go F yourself, left. That's all I got to say. Your hypocrisy stinks. And I'm tired of it. All right, guys. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com <clears throat> sorry got a little little froggy there in my throat scarsandstripescoffee.com they give veterans a mission they make great coffee i mean let's just say what it is they make great coffee chad over there the owner has come up with an e-commerce platform that allows veterans to start their own businesses they can sell coffee. They can sell merchandise. Everything on scarsandstripescoffee.com, they can sell. They get a portion of, and they own their own business. Now, love our veterans here at the Matlock Show. Want them to be successful. Want them to have structure. Want them to have a mission. But what they, what what Scars and Stripes does? They put them. They put these veterans in little groups. They have group leaders. They work as a team. They can build their own business. They got the e-commerce platform, and they sell great coffee. What are you waiting for? Get over to ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. S C A R S ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. Tell them the Matlock Show sent you. Excuse me. Do it today. Well, I've got all kind of. I'm just, I'm doing this a little earlier than normal, so kind of stuffy. Woke up a little stuffy this morning. I uh, don't know if it's allergies. The seasons are changing. Yesterday was, uh, or today is the first day of fall. Maybe I've got some allergies. I don't know. I've never had allergies, but kind of stuffy stuffed up. All right, going to move on here. Um, yesterday, if you missed, let me say this. If you missed yesterday's podcast, you should go back and listen to it. I literally took notes yesterday and gave a roadmap and laid out the whistleblower, I don't know, the whistleblower uh, scandal that supposedly Trump is involved in. The left tells you, but we all know about what's going on with Joe Biden and his son Hunter in the $1.5 billion from China in the $83,000 a month from Burisma, the oil and gas company in Ukraine. Well, there's a story out today. I want, there's a couple stories I want to talk to talk about today. First, 
the Trump administration claims that Ukraine aid was stalled over corruption concerns and decries the media frenzy. So the Trump administration pushed back today in the wake of multiple reports that the White House froze millions in aid to Ukraine shortly before President Trump pressured the country's leader to investigate Joe Biden. The reports, see, this, this is a coordinated attack. The reports coincided with a renewed round of calls, including from more centrist Democrats, for a formal impeachment inquiry. See, this is where we're going. Those calls came a day after the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi suggested she is opening the door to that route if the administration continues to withhold whistleblower complaint, uh, apparently related to the Trump-Ukraine discussions. Now, multiple administration sources confirmed to Fox today that the Office of Management and Budget indeed told the State Department and the Department of Defense in July it was putting on hold nearly $400 million in aid to Ukraine. But administration sources told Fox News the reason for the freeze on Ukrainian aid was tied to concerns about corruption in the Ukrainian government. Sources said that Trump wanted to be confident that the incoming administration of Zelensky was going to take steps to end corruption before releasing the funds. Now, I want you to think about what Trump's done here, because this shouldn't even be a news story. What the president of the United States has done has said, you know, we give Ukraine all this money. Maybe we should make sure it ends up in the right hands. The left's mad about that. <gasps> President Trump. <gasps> he, he, he's pressuring you. He's using Ukraine to win an election. Oh, my God. Can you believe that President Trump wants to protect the United States and make sure that the money that we give Ukraine and aid actually goes to someone who needs it? Oh, my God. Stop the presses. Because we know when we give this foreign aid to these dictators in Pakistan, Central America, you know, wherever it goes, it doesn't go to the people. It goes to the dictator. The dictator gets rich. The people get poorer. And then who loses? The people. Now, you would think the Democrat Party would be like, oh, my God, look at the kind-hearted Trump. Look how kind-hearted Trump is. He wanted to make sure that the aid that went to Ukraine got to the people. But what are they saying? No. Trump used that as leverage to make the Ukrainian leader do what he wants because the left's terrified. The left's terrified. We're going to find out what happened between Joe Biden and Ukraine and Hunter Biden. (sighs) Oh, my God. And now the White House decision to release the funds ultimately was made mid-August. So the funds were sent. I mean, they were literally delayed less than a month, July to August. And this is a story. See, this is what the left does. This is a news story. This is a story. We withheld aid for a month to make sure that the money that America was sending to Ukraine went into the right hands. Oh, my God. He's a dictator. I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. And the left's like, oh, you know, they're taking this Biden scandal, which it is a Biden scandal, by the way. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. But they're taking this scandal that is Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to slap it onto Trump because they have to, because they cannot defend it. It is so damn stupid. And it's the Russian collusion hoax 2.0 so a story here fake media whistleblower scandal keeps getting dumber now like i said i'm not going to go back through this in its entirety because i spent the entire hour yesterday on television and on my podcast talking about this scandal the phony whistleblower scandal surrounding president trump supposedly strong-arming Ukraine to look into Joe Biden's corruption just keeps getting dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. Case in point, if you want to gauge just how desperately stupid a Trump scandal is, there are three tried and true methods. One, 
turn on CNN. Two, is Rep. Adam Schiff for brains appearing on State of the Union with former journalist Jake Tapper to scream about having the goods to impeach? Remember, he had all of the hard evidence against Trump and Russia that we've never seen. Number three, is the disgraced Carl Bernstein appearing on Reliable Sources with Brian Stelter to scream about worse than Watergate? That's how dumb this scandal is. The same discredited players saying the exact same things. They said every time they want us to believe, they got Trump for reals this time. These idiots have no imagination. Tapper, Shiv, Stelter, Bernstein. No self-awareness. And they are so exhausted by their own crap, so demoralized by the loss after loss after loss, they can't even come up with some fresh ideas or a new way to scream the walls are closing in on the orange bad man. Late last week, we saw the biggest piece of stupid is that even if Trump is guilty of the worst thing he is accused of, so what? So what if Trump asked Ukraine for the goods on Joe Biden? So what? We had the Steele dossier that came from Russian sources paid by Fusion GPS that Hillary Clinton used as opposition research on President Trump. Is anything that Ukraine's going to do affect the way that you vote? isn't going to affect me. But if Ukraine has the goods on a scandal of one of our politicians, shouldn't we as the people know about it? Because you know damn well. Do you remember old Adam Schiff for brains who got uh, played or uh, led astray by the Russian comedian who said they had naked pictures of Trump. You remember that? Those two Russian comedians who called up Adam Schiff for brains and said, hey, 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 Adam. We have these photographs of Trump that you could use. And he's like, oh, well, wait, what, what? But yet the holier-than-thou left wants you to believe they don't play that game. Who cares? Think about this. After President Obama made Vice President Joe Biden the White House's point person on Ukraine, Joe Biden's son, who has zero experience and no background in the energy sector, was paid something like a million dollars from a Ukrainian energy company for his um, expertise. He was paid $83,000 a month. He didn't know anything. Number two. When the Ukraine government began to look into this obvious corruption, Biden threatened to withhold critical U.S. aid unless the government agreed to fire the prosecutor investigating his son. And we know this happened because Biden has been stupid enough to brag about it on camera. Number three, Trump asked Ukraine to look into all of this. Here's today's big question. Out of those three, which one is a scandal? <sighs> Number three. So that's how the world turns if the scandal is accurate. And we already know it's not. Surprise, surprise, y'all, it's fake news. Because they're going after one and two. Or they're going after number three, I'm sorry. One and two are the scandal. Number three is Trump. The scandal is Trump asked him to look into it. This is what we see every day. Who didn't see this coming? To begin with, this so-called whistleblower didn't even hear the phone call. He or she is blowing the whistle on. In other words, and uh, Mark Levin talked about this um, the other day on Twitter, which Mark Levin is a smart guy. I don't know if, it, if you don't follow him, you should. But I, I'm going to tell you, he had a little, uh, a little, uh, oh, what do they call it? Um, oh, I could never think of what they call it, a little timeline, but it, it, it shows more and more and more. I'm looking right here to uh, see if I can find it because it's uh, it's amazing work. 
there we go. There it is. Um, da, 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 da. I would have been more prepared, um, but I can't. He has a thread. That's what I was looking for. He had a thread about this. My God, they do. He does a lot of stuff here. Um, let's see if I can find. I thought I could find it. Maybe I cannot. I'll have to uh, look it up here because he talked about the constitutionality of this. He talked about what the president should do. He talked about what the Constitution says. Yeah, right here. Um, he says, I cannot recall another president having so many of his discussions with foreign leaders leaked to Congress and the media. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. And he says, where does this start? Um, he says, such as a president being able to have a telephone call with another head of state without monitoring by extremely partisan members of Congress. As for the demands for the transcript of the telephone call between President Trump and the Ukrainian president, there are no serious constitutional issues. Or there are serious constitutional issues, such as separation of powers, as well as serious practical issues. And we have since learned that the so-called whistleblower had no firsthand information, which means he's not a whistleblower at all. Lawyers call this hearsay, which is unreliable and no better than gossip. But this is what the left does. The left is into the gossip. They, that, that, they don't care. As long as they think that it can take down President Trump, that's all they want. Now, where does our fake news media hide this rather you know, pertinent fact that the whistleblower never actually heard the call in paragraph number 22 of, of the story? We also have the Ukrainian, foreign, the Ukrainian foreign ministers defending Trump saying, I know what the conversation was about, and I think there was no pressure. There was talk. Conversations are different. Leaders have the right to discuss any problems that exist. This conversation was long, friendly, and it touched on many questions, sometimes requiring serious answers. And there you go. The dumbest part is the political part because the media no longer have any credibility with the public. Politicians are no longer judged on these scandals. The public understands the media have an ax to grind and are completely unreliable, so whenever the next big scandal comes along, voters wisely just roll their eyes. What the public does look at, though, is how the politician in question handles the scandal, and if the politician is cool under fire, remains composed, and handles the media storm with savvy and skill. This can actually increase the respect the public have for this person. And so far, Trump is handling the whistleblower scandal beautifully while Joe Biden is having a public meltdown. Trump has remained calm, cool, confident, and on offense, while Biden, who is already a weak and vulnerable candidate with exploding eyes and loose teeth, looks rattled as he feigns being a tough guy. Now, I'm telling you, we know where the scandal lies. There ought to be somebody ought to look into Biden and his son Hunter. You want to hear something crazy? Bill Weld. Yeah. Former Massachusetts governor, Bill Weld, who is challenging President Trump in the Republican primaries, proclaimed Monday that the president has committed treason through his controversial phone call to Ukrainian President Zelensky, adding that the punishment for treason death. Bill Weld literally walked out in front of a camera on Monday and said the president ought to be put to death for treason. Um, how about Dianne Feinstein meeting with Iran uh, or driving around in her car with a Chinese spy? Or how about John Kerry um, and Iran backdooring the policies over there? Um, do we have any problems with that, Bill Weld? And I'm telling you, we are in a really strange time in our politics. I don't know if Bill Weld thinks this is going to do something for him, but this is craziness. He says the media's affliction with Trump derangement syndrome has driven them into an actual discussion 
of the proposed execution of the President of the United States, Communications Director Tim Murtaugh told Fox News, in severe cases of TDS such as this, immediate consultation with a physician is recommended. Yeah. Let's put the president to death. Could you imagine a Republican coming out or or another Democrat coming out saying that we need to hang President Obama for treason? I mean, could you imagine that on the other foot? Can you imagine that? I mean, can Bill is Bill Weld off his loony meds? I I mean, it's bad enough. We have Mitt Romney running around out there acting like a moron. Now Bill Weld, I mean, these people are crazy. But this is how much they hate the president. They hate President Trump. They hate everything about him. They hate the fact that he's making America great again. They hate the fact that he's tearing down the deep state. They hate the fact that the gravy train is ending. They hate that. They hate the fact they can't buy him. And you know what? They hate the fact they can't rattle him. They hate the fact that they can't bully him. And they hate the fact that this little stupid scandal that they're trying to push onto him isn't working. That's what they hate. (laughs) You know what you shouldn't hate? Combat flip-flops. I know, I know, I know. It's a bad segue. (laughs) But And I know it's also uh, starting to be fall. Today's the first day of fall. So we're going to start getting into uh, colder weather up north we're going to start getting out of flip-flop weather but i can tell you down here in the south still flip-flop weather i wear my combat flip-flops everywhere i love them they are so well made they i could walk miles in them they're so comfortable they're, they're they're cushy they're they're supportive they're soft i mean it is so amazing and i love it i i love it I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm just saying this. I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to say anything other than it is. I did not imagine that when I bought these combat flip-flops that they would be this well-built. I was amazed, pleasantly surprised, and you can be too. And they don't only sell flip-flops. They sell merchandise too, shirts and shoes and jewelry and schmogs and everything else. And they take that money. They've got this mission, bad for running, worse for fighting. And, and, and the money that you spend on their product, they give a percentage of that to help educate Afghanistan women because they believe that education will help stop fighting. So if you want to make the planet a better place, eat a steak and go buy you some combat flip-flops. Combatflipflops.com. Use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E, LOCK25. Do it today. You'll save 25, 25%. Do it. I did it. I own the Flopperator Coyote Flopperators, and I own the Zero Rise Coyote Flopperators. They're fantastic. Combatflipflops.com. Use LOCK25. All right. Ro Khanna, Democrat Ro Khanna from the great state of California. The left is irritated. And I will tell you why the left is irritated. Donald Trump is smarter than they are. He's better than they are. He's more energetic than they are. But he's more savvy than they are. Because Rep. Ro Khanna, who co-chairs Senator Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign, claimed on Sunday evening that his fellow Indian Americans will not vote for President Trump simply because he showed up to a rally with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Now, the left is pissed. So Modi, who is the Prime Minister of of India, showed up in the States, and Trump had a joint rally with him in Houston. They filled a 50,000-plus stadium to the rafters. And the left is petrified. The left doesn't know what to do. They hate the fact that Trump is so well-liked. And then, of course, the Indian prime minister fawned all over Trump at the rally. This is the celebrity curse right here. Um, This is the left. Let me me tell you, as I I finish this, this podcast. The left gets worried because they believe that their followers are mind-numb robots. They're lemmings. They believe that anything they say, anything the left says, that these Democrats will follow. 
right? It, it's the Hollywood effect. These celebrities, when they come out and they say, oh, we should vote for Elizabeth Warren or we should vote for Bernie Sanders, the left believes that's okay because they believe that their followers aren't smart enough to think for themselves, right? Remember when, um, oh, what was it, uh, Kanye and Kim Kardashian went to the White House and Kanye said, oh, oh, Trump ain't that bad of a man. The pitchforks. And the torches came out for Kanye because how dare you step off the Democrat plantation? How dare you take your Hollywood influence and persuade the people that follow you, your fan base, to like Donald Trump? How dare you? There are dumb people. There are dummies. There are lemmings. There are stupid people. They listen to us and us only. So when Modi appeared with Trump over the weekend in Houston and said, you know, we love Trump. We, we love the fact that Trump is the president. It's the Hollywood effect because now Indian folks of ethnicity, Indian ethnicity, they may follow Modi and like Trump. Trump appeared with Modi over the weekend in Houston, Texas, Texas, before 50,000 people at a Howdy Modi rally in the Indian American community interrupted Trump's speech on numerous occasions with roars of approval. Modi, who harnessed the power of social media to succeed in politics before Trump, has been dubbed India's first social media politician. He says, listen to this, Khanna, though, said on MSBBC, that, it's, M it's MSNBC, that Trump is misinformed if he thinks showing up at this rally is somehow going to help him with the Indian American voters. That's exactly what it's going to do, and Ro Khanna knows it. Indian American voters could be critical in swing states and help Trump keep red states like Texas red, but Indian Americans were some of the most vocal critics of Trump after his go-back tweet that was directed at the freshman squad. Supposedly, the California representative said his parents are immigrants and his grandfather spent four years in jail with Gandhi fighting for independence. And he claimed Indian Americans will vote against Trump because the Gandhian philosophy of pluralism that defines his community. See, they're terrified. Ro Khan is terrified. He thinks you're dumb. He does. He thinks you're dumb. He thinks that Democrat supporters cannot think for themselves. It's the Hollywood effect. I'm telling you. So here comes Modi. Ends up at a joint rally with Trump. And the left are just gnashing their teeth. They're like, that son of a bitch, Donald Trump. He does everything so well. We hate the fact that everybody loves him. And he keeps out maneuvering us at every turn. And so what does Ro Khanna do? He runs to MSLSD and he's got to tell you just because Modi was at a rally with Trump does not mean Indians will vote for Trump. Isn't that racist above everything else? When you really look at the Democrat Party, I started with the steak fry. I'm ending with the Indian people. These people are ridiculous. How in the hell would you ever vote for them? They hate you. They think you're stupid. They want to control you. Do as I say and not as I do. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, but you need to listen to me. And by God, you need to stop showing up at rallies with Donald Trump. God, they hate him. You want to talk about Trump derangement syndrome? Bill Weld hasn't even got half of it. And hell, he wants the president dead. <laughs> it's amazing the stories that I cover on this podcast consistently, and I watch the idiocy of the things that we see in our politics, and I still to this day cannot figure out why you would ever vote for a Democrat, socialist, pinko, commie, idiot. I'm, I'm baffled at it. Please don't. The left hates Trump. That may be the best reason to vote for him again. Just saying. All right, guys, head over to the matlockshow.com, my website. The t-shirts are there. The hats are there. Go follow me on all my social medias. Uh, the Cartel Matt on Facebook. I'm over at the Matlock Show as well, along with at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. And you can catch my my new show. You can catch my new television show on America's Voice News every day. 
every day, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern, americasvoicenews.com. Lock and load, where I talk about all things conservative politics, and I'm just Matt Locke. Hey, and by the way, filling in for Casey Hendrickson today on 95.3 MNC. You can head over to 953MNC.com. Listen live. I think it might be on iHeart too. I don't know, but you'll find me because you always do. Hey, thanks for following me. Thanks for helping me. Keep sharing. Let's keep fighting the fight. For today, though, the Matlock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 30.